Hello and welcome to Let's Talk, a Mazars podcast about doing business in the time of COVID-19. In this series, we will hear from Mazars experts who've been helping clients navigate the business impact of coronavirus. They will tell us how their clients have been affected and what they've learned during the crisis, as well as how they have responded and what happens next. So, let's talk. Today's guest tells us about how businesses in Ireland are preparing for the post-pandemic economy and reminds us to remember Brexit is coming. Hi, my name is Mark Kennedy and I'm the managing partner in Bazaars in Ireland. COVID-19 shocked the markets and has had a huge economic and operational impact. Through a combination of government action and their own resilience, lots of businesses have just about been able to navigate it. But we cannot forget the human factor in all of this. Appropriately, we've seen an increased concern for mental health because of isolation and the challenges that come with not having your community around you. And as people return to work, there are new concerns around public transport and exposure to other people's behaviour. What's your advice to someone listening? My advice to businesses is to try and act in a way that maintains the strategic shape of the business in the short term, but an eye on making long-term changes in business model. It's easy to say that, but what it means in practice varies hugely. For services companies, for example, insurance companies, engineering firms and the like, that might translate into investing more into technology and communications to work effectively outside of the office framework. Whereas for retail and distribution clients, it might be increasing capacity to deliver more. In Ireland, I had clients that could not get their stock to customers during lockdown because national delivery services couldn't keep up with demand. To get past that, clients had to quickly enter into new relationships, new contracts, and get operational quickly. Could you share an example? To understand the impact of the pandemic, one really has to take a sectoral perspective. For banks, the near future is about managing net interest margin and funding streams. For property developers, rents may fall and they'll have to find ways of making up the costs associated with rendering properties pandemic ready. And for those that have experienced a boom because of COVID, like some food businesses, they'll have to find ways to hold on to their gains as the market normalizes. A lot of businesses have been forced to learn that they can operate in different ways. A key theme has been the acceleration of change to a point where the drivers are not within the unencumbered control of the board. Smart leaders are now thinking less about crisis management and more about long-term industrial and sectoral change and where they position themselves in that context. From the perspective of our services, we can see that many businesses have paused investments and transactions but they've been looking to us for support to boost their balance sheet, looking at areas like outsourcing and supporting their people by investing in HR services, cybersecurity and people management skills. How have your clients been affected in recent months? I've spent a good amount of time with financial services clients myself, and they've weathered the storm pretty well. What we are seeing among major players is a very supportive approach to customers, like forbearance schemes, payment holidays, and insurers have introduced rebates for unused cover. We're seeing the better organized clients move to be more digital and restructuring to work efficiently in a post-pandemic economy. Resilient and sensitive to shock, they're preparing for a new environment. In 12 to 18 months time, I think we look back and see that there were winners and losers. The winners, those who changed their business models in response to the emerging long-term trends. In Ireland, where businesses had been going well, there could be some really fundamental restructuring as people move and work in different ways. Universities in Dublin, for example, are expecting big drops in the number of foreign students, which won't just affect them, but the city economy at large. What have you learned from the crisis? COVID has shown you can do business internationally from anywhere in Ireland. 
you don't have to live and work in Dublin. Rent in the capital remains extremely high, but with a good internet connection, you can work from anywhere. That will lead to big changes to people's lifestyle, where they choose to live, make homes, and what they spend their free time doing. I would hope that in five years' time, we will have a better distribution of services and industry around the country. The new economy is driven by technology, not just by people having to be physically present to get the job done. And that new world will, of course, include Brexit, which has taken a backseat because of the virus. It's unlikely we'll see a comprehensive deal by the end of the year. And businesses in the UK, Ireland and Europe need to visit their Brexit plans in light of COVID-19. On a positive note, it's been fantastic to see the Irish business community pull together this year. There is a unifying impact from the challenges we're facing. There's a real sense of businesses trying to help other people in the country out. It's been great to see it firsthand and I'm certain it will continue as Irish businesses find their place in what comes next. Thanks for listening to Let's Talk, a podcast from Mazars about doing business in the time of COVID-19. If you have enjoyed this, you can find more by searching Mazars Let's Talk. <laughs>